for joining me today. I had prepared a podcast titled Running for the Exit. The theme was how we should control our mind. And I was supposed to focus on how we should take care in what goes into us. However, the title today is What is Your Belief? As a first podcast, my initial topic, running for the exit, would have been a difficult talk to follow because of the many terms that I would have used whilst making the podcast. For this reason, I will introduce my initial topic gradually by first addressing some of the terms. In my podcast, please note, that each time I refer to God, I mean Yahweh. This is the name God has asked that he be called. Times are changing. There's so much suffering in the world. With more and more people having this feeling of inadequacy. There are cases of mental health, both in the young and old. No one is exempt these days. Relationships are breaking down. Either someone you know or you may have experienced one or more relationship breakdowns. Frustration, fear of failing. And contentment with the past and all it has to offer is fast crumbling. I believe the solution to regaining of control of your life is through the reconnection of the mind with your spiritual self. The man that God made you to be in the first place. We have compromised our conscience to suit the general drift of thought without thinking of the consequences. During my podcast, I'll try not to embellish the truth so you can benefit from it. I have learnt most of the topics I'll be discussing with you through personal life experience. And as you know, life experience is often not polite, nor is it embellished. So I will talk from my heart. Most times we think we are in the know and often we begin to advise God on what we want and exactly how we want it. There is absolutely nothing wrong with making specific requests, but it has to be done in line with the principles God put in place for managing the earth and heavenly realms. One thing I have learned is that God is not moved by lip service or tears to cause him to change. God is who he says he is. And if you want to get his attention, you have to tread the principles he's laid out. This principle is for the benefit of all men. And when I say all men, I mean all men. It is important to know where we stand in our belief. In the Bible, God said he does not like people who cannot make up their mind whether they are for him or not. 
He also said he cannot stand idols and he will destroy them. God also said he adores worship. So this means he wants to be worshipped. What is your belief? I would like to know what is your belief. When you think of yourself, would you say that you, you hold a strong belief there is God? Or would you say that sometimes you have doubt if there is God? In the case of the second answer, do you believe there is power sharing between God and the devil? Or have you decided that you believe in the devil? Finally, you would prefer or would you prefer to believe that you do not have any belief either in God or the devil or anything? So are you going to say, oh, Omar, I have no belief. I neither believe in God or the devil. The reason I'm asking is because it is not really possible for anyone not to hold a belief. And it is not possible for anyone not to be aligned to what is good or bad or to that which is good or bad. As we know, the society standard is that God is good and the devil is bad or evil. Whatever belief you have expressed, I suppose you must have weighed each option before making a choice. It could be that you already dismissed the talk about God and the devil. You don't want to give it a thought because I've heard many people say, oh, this talk of God and the devil is absolute nonsense. So maybe you never give it a thought or you refuse to give it a thought or you think you have refused to give it a thought. If you take a moment to reflect on this, you will find it can be true. As the people who say they have no belief in either God or devil must be operating under a belief system. For everyone has a code of principles and if you will, superstitions. And everyone imagines that these rules that they have help them navigate life successfully. They deal with crisis situations based on their own self-belief. So in crisis, they adopt this belief in the hope that it will resolve the situation. The more your formula appears to work, the more trust these people put in themselves. That's the self-belief people. They are self-believers and do not acknowledge God or even the devil or any other gods other than themselves. In short, what they are actually saying to people is that they are a God and they hold absolute power to direct their life and end it as they please. But they missed out their absence in the creation of their own life. Self-belief is built out of the materials passed on by either Christians, Satanists, pagans, idol or other religious or secular groups. All the books you have for resolving your relationship issues, the online apps for sleep, 
fitness apps, financial news to see what is influencing the market. And how about astrology reports in the newspaper column? Someone taught you how to say, touch wood, and you believe it, and presented you with good luck charms, and you believe it, you accepted it. Now wait for it. Did you visit a card reader at the fun fair? Celebrate Halloween. You read about mediums and you visited one to inquire about your dead loved one. These are more have built your belief system irrespective of whether you choose to acknowledge God or the devil. Deep inside of you, you know on whose side you stand. Honestly, we all have beliefs. And the only difference is that some people have a more organized form of belief which they practice regularly to bring out whatever results that their heart yearns for. To make it easier for you to follow my podcast, if you do not believe in God, you are a non-believer and that makes you a God unto yourself, a small deity with human conceptions and no laid foundation. God views any God other than himself as an idol. The issue with self-belief is that like other gods, they crave worship and ascribe ultimate power to themselves. As an idol, a non-believer is always in direct collision with God, Yahweh. The good news in all this is that God said he welcomes anyone who comes to him. So no matter where your belief system is, no matter where, what you're thinking whilst you're listening to this podcast, God says he welcomes anyone who comes to him and he will never turn the person away. The only thing keeping you from changing or accepting God is ego. Ego is the main factor why many people think they are non-believer. Let that ego go because it carries a self-destructive penalty. All you need to do is retune your thought and accept that you believe in God. It costs you absolutely nothing except your ego. I would like to talk a bit about God. This is a subject that would cause a lot of debate, both from theologians, academics, atheists, and all kinds of people. This subject could be argued and it will go on and on. But how empty is our conception of God? For example, we say God is an all-intelligent God, but we say his intelligence is flawed. And we do this by feeding him information. We trust in ourselves. We despair because he has not met the time we assigned to him. How can we worship an all-knowing God outwardly? 
It means you do not believe he is what he says he is. Our motives underline our relationship with God. For some of us who are believers, it is pointless telling God how much you love him if you have no evidence to show this. God is simply who he says he is, no more, no less. Not to join the band of various schools of thoughts and for the purpose of my podcast, I'm going to tell you who I believe God to be. And this is in accordance with my experience and the Bible. To be in obedience to someone, you must understand who that person is. That is what true obedience is. I believe God is the creator, uncreated. God has no beginning, no end. He's eternal. And God says, call me. I am that I am. God is immortal. He is good, all good, omnipotent, omnipresent. He is love. He is spirit. His infinite intelligence, eternal truth. He is perfect. He's limitless. He's holy. He's Lord overall. He's the sanctifier. He's the healer. He's a perfect God. We have become so infamously wise and we believe God should be taking advice from us. When our heart is not clear with our belief, we struggle. That's where we struggle because the heart and the belief it's not aligned so there's struggle and things don't work out right we can diligently search and understand god so we can receive from him getting your heart aligned with your belief so you can receive from him different people would like different answered prayers and god is more than able if these prayers are presented or if your request is presented with love because he is love. If we do not show gratitude for life, truth and love, how can we hope to ask with the right attitude without gratitude for life, truth and love? It's impossible to please God. Just like in a relationship, Simply asking someone to love you back will not necessarily make them do so. God has asked us to love him. You should take the first baby step and come to God with your whole heart. God loves us. He loves you. God understands about your human flaws. Remember, he created us. He created you. So no one can hide from him. Not me, not you. The Bible tells us that even before you thought of asking for forgiveness of sin, he sacrificed his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus was with God right from the beginning of creation. Jesus was not an afterthought. He was with God right from the beginning of creation, waiting for the appointed time so he can mend the relationship between God and man. We should be sincere in our love for God. 
I will talk about Jesus Christ in this first podcast. Jesus Christ is the Son of God and he came to destroy the works of the devil. That was the reason why Jesus came on earth. The works of the devil started in the Garden of Eden. Man was conceived out of sin. That is why we struggle with sin. And that is why the Bible says we, are, we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everyone, not one of us is accepted from sin, no matter who the person is. The devil attempts through our five senses to gain access into our life. There are five entrances into the body and these are the five senses. They are sight, hearing, smell, touch and taste. These senses are the gateway to all the good, the bad and the ugly things you hold in your mind. It sums up pretty much how you perceive the world around. We need to be watchful of what we take in through our senses. By watchfulness, I mean a habitual struggle to be always good. This in itself is reverence and a prayer. When God sees you trying to be always good, he accepts this as reverence and a prayer. Our relationship here on earth mimic our relationship with God. Jesus taught us about the love of God in the parable of the lost sheep. Please read this in the Bible. If you do not have a Bible at home, you can go online and read the parable of the lost sheep. It's in um, the, the New Testament. The shepherd left 99 of his flock to go in search of the one lost sheep. This parable is in keeping with the conception of who God is. God is love. He loves each and every one of us. He values each and every one. Jesus taught God's love for us. If someone you are in a relationship is always earnestly making efforts not to offend you, you will be eager to support this person, particularly if you love the person. But if we make no, mis mis no efforts, we will grow worse in doing bad. So when we make mistakes and we don't make any effort to do right, we'll grow worse in doing bad. So when we feel we've got it wrong, take steps to make it right. This is what Jesus taught us. It is a struggle and everyone struggles. But I know because I make silly mistakes. But one thing I know is that God's love is always around me. Satisfy yourself, not anybody, no one else, just yourself, that you are not an idol. Believe in God. Believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sin. And please make this prayer to ensure that any past, present, of future sin is atoned. This is powerful. In the book of John, 
John 3.16, it says that whoever believes in Jesus is not condemned. And whoever that does not believe is condemned. That is powerful. Just by believing. It did not say if you're sinless. It said just believe. And condemnation will be taken off. It's there. It says whoever believes in Jesus. If you believe in him. The passage reads. I'll read it as, as it's written. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Belief. Belief is important. That is why I decided to do this first podcast. Just your belief. We're not talking about the sins and the flaws. Just believe in God. And believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. So that you are not condemned. Gain strength and gain it in the right and sustainable way. There are many testimonies given by people of just when they believe. What do you have to lose but ego? Trash that ego that is stealing your future, that is stealing your happiness. And holding you prisoner to condemnation. If you made this prayer before, say, you know, you say, oh, I'm a believer, Omar, you know, please continue with sincerity. Have a sincere love for God. So align sincerity with your belief. I thank you and I love you with the love of God. Thank you for listening on today and bye-bye.